Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. Good morning. This is Solutions from the Huddle. I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta. I am so glad that everyone decided to tune in. Our program is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group, and we're right here on ESPN Charlotte, 7.30 the game. I'm sitting with the best co-host anywhere on the planet, Chris Allison. How are you, my friend? Hi, Titus. How are you, sir? I'm great. I, you know, those, those that aren't in the room right now, they don't see this rugged Chris. That I'm, <laughs> you, you're ready for winter, brother. Dude, I've never done the beard, ever. 46 years old, never done a beard, so I'm like, yeah. you try to try, got to try once, right? Well, and so, G- GQ... You know, they got a whole beard thing they're doing now. I think they're probably going to be calling you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I just, you know, you walk around town, man, I, I, I see way more beards than not. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I got to get cool. No, I, right? I, I love it. I have the beard because there's no hair on the top of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have much of that either. <laughs> so um, I'm glad this show is powered by something. My home is not powered by anything as uh, we start this show. We just had the hurricane breeze through. Not and, fun, yeah, yeah, not fun. Out yesterday at three o'clock in the morning, and still, or, or I'm sorry, out uh, Thursday at three o'clock yeah. in the morning, and then still not back on. But but there's a power ho- there's a powerhouse in this studio with us right now. I'm excited to I talk know. to. We have, yeah. and and those that listen to the show, they've never heard us say this before, but I think it's the best <laughs> guest we've ever had. <laughs> And we, at least we've never said it quite that way before. Um, but Chris, you know our guest today. Um, right. What do you think of Courtney? I think Courtney's awesome. She is a, uh, as you like to say, and a lot of our um, fellow business leaders, Unleashed members yeah. like to say, she's a rock star. She's a rock star. She's a rock star. The listeners are in for a treat. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you, Courtney. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Here. Absolutely. Glad glad to ha- glad to have you. And when you think about and we don't talk a lot on this show about business leaders unleashed, but yeah, this yeah. is uh um I almost hate to say networking group sometimes, yeah, right? Because yeah. it's kind of beyond that. that. It really is. It's beyond that. But um Courtney is one of the leaders for sure. Yeah, absolutely. In that group. Um does a lot of uh, a lot of events and she, yeah, and helps the community right. and and is a very, very, very successful uh, business person. So no I'm excited. Yeah. Listen, well, let's get started the right way. We do it the same way. Every time uh, we ask you'll join us. And if you're driving, we just ask that you don't close your eyes. Here we go. Uh, we start in prayer. Lord, we ask that you bless this show, the, the, the guests, the sponsors, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Uh, listen, I want to give a proper introduction to our friend. This is a, a rock star loan specialist. that's going to answer lots of questions that are going to add value to your life. Uh, so this is where you take notes or don't forget, you can always re-audit yourself. You can listen to the show on demand by going to ESPNCharlotte.net or of course, team-csg.com. This is one of those shows you're going to want to listen to over and over. I promise. Courtney McCarthy, she's a mortgage loan originator with primary residential mortgage. She's been in the real estate industry for the past 13 years. She started as a realtor for five years and spent time in the real estate and mortgage coaching industry, being surrounded by and, and learning from the top realtors and lenders in the country. And now on the mortgage side of the industry, she's crushing it. Courtney has a background in teaching and coaching and loves to educate her clients. Relationships are the backbone to her business. And when she says that she wants to be your lender for life, boy, does she mean it. 
Her heart, passion, uh, and drive to help people and her commitment to excellence is probably what sets her apart from her competition. And with no further ado, my friend Courtney McCarthy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good yeah. morning. Good morning to you. Uh, I know that our solution from today's huddle uh, is going to be special and you're the right person to talk about it. Uh, I know that we're going to talk about, you know, really what uh, what's driving the mortgage industry right now, why you should uh, buy now versus later. That's the solution from this week's uh, huddle. Tell us a bit about that. I mean, what's the housing market look like in Charlotte right now? Um, so right now in Charlotte, the housing market is pretty hot. Um, you probably heard things like, uh, we have low inventory. Yeah. And uh, what that just means is that we have a lot of people out there looking to buy, especially in certain price ranges. Um, and less people are looking to sell. <laughs> people yeah. are moving here and they're yeah. not leaving. <laughs> I know, right? It's one of, is it true that it's one of the fastest growing communities in the country right now? Everyone's coming to North Carolina, maybe even Charlotte particular. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's face it. I grew up in Maine. And so it's, <laughs> it's getting about that time where it's cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it will stay that way for months and months and months. And so with the booming um, industries and finance and um, even technology, Charlotte has, you know, really stepped up their game. And so people sure. are coming here for the weather and all the job opportunities that they have. And um, nationwide, the housing prices here in Charlotte um, are much lower based on the amount of income that you're able to make. Yeah. Well, I know that you are on the, on the residential side primarily. But because you've been in the industry so long, can you speak to it all? Is that true for our commercial side of things in Charlotte? Or is it just booming on the residential side? Because I, I feel like, Chris, how many cranes are in the skyline now? Like, <laughs> just, It feels like there's a building going up every 14 minutes in, in Charlotte. Is it booming on the commercial side too? So I, I personally, I focus on the residential side of things. Um, and don't have anything to do in terms of real estate and as my profession sure. on the commercial side of things. But when you start looking at the industries that are coming here, the job opportunities, people, you know, all the time I'm getting a phone call from somebody who's buying a residential home, but it's because they there's a new industry that's been brought to Charlotte. Gotcha. And so obviously that is being built and that's why you're seeing so many cranes around town. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I have lots of real estate friends and you're on the loan side, Courtney, but uh, they're always telling me that their clients need to be a bit better prepared. And it's like, I want to buy a home. And, and then they just go call a real estate agent. And that's not really how that works. Uh, what's the difference between maybe getting pre-qualified or getting pre-approved? Maybe people don't even know what those two things mean, let alone the difference between the two of them. Mm -hmm. But they probably ought to. Yeah, so it's funny because even people in the industry sometimes don't think that there's a difference um, between being pre-qualified and pre-approved. Um, the biggest difference is that one has information to back it up and the other one doesn't. Okay. So what that means is when you're talking with a loan officer and that's where you really should start when you're looking at houses um, or when you're starting the home buying process. Um, I know that it's not as sexy as <laughs> going out and looking at houses because that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, you're going to be in debt for probably, you know, 15 to 30 years. Sure. And uh, that's where you should start. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's so true, though, right? I mean, Chris, I remember when I bought my house, I didn't say, let's go talk to the loan officer. No. We were looking at cabinets and light fixtures. We were in a model home. We didn't even have a real estate agent. We, had, we were so unprepared. Okay, that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um so when you're pre-qualified, and I actually, um, my common practice is that I actually pre-approve everybody versus pre-qualify. And so what that means is that we, as a, 
um, loan officer, we collect all the information that's needed. So how much debt do you have? How much income do you make? Um, and we really put together a full, how much money do you want to borrow? How much money do you have in your bank account that you can put down? Um, and we come up with a scenario and say, okay, this is how much home you can afford. This sure. is the purchase price. This is the loan amount. Um, with a pre-qualification, you just collect that information. Titus, I ask you, you tell me. And I say, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, okay. That's where it stops. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> um, that makes sense. <laughs> so um, with a full pre-approval, I actually ask you for your bank statements. I actually collect your W-2s or your taxes. Yeah. I actually just get um, documents supporting the things mm -hmm. instead of just saying, oh, I trust you. Um, how, which, how many other folks in your industry are doing just the qualified part, not the approved part? <sighs> You don't have to name people. We don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> but it, would you say, you've been doing this for a while. This isn't just a week or, or so. You've been doing this for a lot of years. Is your is your research um, showing you that, hey, a lot of my competitors or people in this space as a common practice, are they just pre-qualifying everyone or are they putting in the extra work to pre-approve people? It's really hard to say because that is my common practice. Um I would say about 50% of the time. And the reason why I know that is because of when I'm creating new relationships with realtors, when they don't know the difference between pre-qualification and pre-approval, that means that they have other lenders that they work with that are sending them pre-quals. Gotcha. Okay. So. So how important, I mean, because we have a lot of realtors listen to the show. Mm -hmm. um, how many times do you find that the realtor has to work and then at the end of that work, uh, they really can't do anything because the person wasn't <laughs> pre-approved and they got all excited about this home and can't actually do anything about it. And then does that just waste everyone's time? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too. So, um, it's, it's not only important to collect the information. So everything's technology driven these days. So a lot of times people like with us, um, we'll do an online, an online application. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why, we do an online application is because you can, it creates a portal where people can send in their private information. We're asking for social security numbers. We're asking for bank sure, account numbers. Yeah. You want to keep that safe. And <laughs> so we have an encrypted um, site where they can upload that information. Well, as a loan officer, it is my job on the customer service side of things to have a conversation before they fill out that application where I can see any potential red flags, anything that needs further explanation. Um, sometimes it means that after the initial conversation with somebody, I already know that they need to change the structure of what they think. They need to you know, add a spouse, take off a spouse. They need a co-signer from somebody else. Um, they might have income that can't be used. Mm. Um, so I can figure that out and then once I actually get the application, I can do that again. And so I'll go in and I'll actually walk through it and make sure there's nothing that I missed in that initial phone call mm -hmm. where, because this seems really comprehensive. Like it, well, it feels like a consulting moment. It really is. And that's the, that's what kind of separates us apart. Um, when you work with, say, an online discount lender, because I get people all the time, hey, the rates, I'm seeing this advertised on, you know, Rocket Mortgage or these places online, mm -hmm. they're able, those people are just pressing the button. There's a sure. button that I press on my computer after someone uploads their application mm -hmm. that is automated underwriting. Uh. And so that spits out an approval or not an approval. Right. Okay. Yep. If I don't ask the correct questions up front and question 
some of the the information that somebody thinks they can use is not always what they can use. Yeah, because I mean, things are only as good as the information you have, right? I mean, if you put bad information in, yeah, then you probably don't get the right information out. Yeah? Well, and everyone, I think everyone that's purchased a home, I mean, you've certainly gone through this process, and you've either had a good experience with it or <laughs> you've had a scary experience oh, yeah. with it, right? And um, both of my situations in Charlotte um, were down to the wire. Like, I mean, like I like if 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 I'd have known you and I was working <laughs> with you and and I had this experience that I had the first house I bought. Yeah. Like I remember, like I just wanted to, like I was just. It was to the point where I was done. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I got this one. I got this final phone. I'm I'm sitting back in Kansas because we're just getting ready to, to move the whole family out. And I'm sitting in a parking lot on Christmas Eve, or maybe the 23rd. And I get a call. I get I get I get that tenth time call. Ugh. I need one more picture of this, or you know, and I'm just like ah, <laughs> you know. And I told the I said, listen, I'm done. I'm and, done. And this probably and, they were asking for the same information for, probably, for like the yeah. tenth time, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, but on the other hand, Courtney, I think I I I do get it. I mean, it's a lot of money that someone wants that is going to loan you for sure, and they got to make sure they're protected. So I'm sure that I'm sure even on in you know with what you do, there's some tough calls to make sometimes, right? I mean, well, and something else too, and that it's great that you brought that up. Yeah. So. We try to collect everything up front based on the conversations that we mm-hmm. have, plus the information that we're giving on the app, on the application. But everything is a Pandora's box. <laughs> so when I ask for your bank statements right. and you have things like a cash deposit of five thousand right. dollars, um, we have to show where that money <laughs> where comes did that come from. from. Right. And yeah. people always say, "Well, who cares? Why do you care?" Well, right. that's a that's a government thing. That's a compliance thing. Yeah. So we need to source all funds. Otherwise, that could be. Um, illegal money that could be drug money that you're getting (laughs) um, and putting in your bank account. It's real estate used to be a way that people could clean dirty money. Mm. And so that has nothing to do with us wanting to give you money. If you've got the cash, I don't care. Have all my money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But there are so many government um, guidelines that keep us regulated. And another big change that we've had in the industry since um, the mortgage fell, (laughs) the mortgage market fell in 2008 is that most prior to the market falling, there were a lot of mortgage lenders that used to be mortgage brokers. And I'll explain what that means. So a broker shops a bunch of different companies and makes a connection. Mm -hmm. So it's really the customer and the company. And we say, hey, this is, what are your guidelines? And they give us the guidelines and we make the connection, but they have the final call. And so really it's the you just serve as the middleman and you don't have any personal liability. And so that's what got a lot of people in trouble. And that's what that's why, you know, mortgage brokers really were kind of thrown under the bus. A lot of them rightfully so. Sure. Um, so as a change in the industry, more people became mortgage lenders. And so what that means, and that's what I do, um, is that my the company that I work for at closing, they actually give the money for the loan. After closing, we sometimes service the loan, which means that's where you make your mortgage payment to. And sometimes we sell it off to an investor. And that investor, originally with a broker, that investor would be who the conversation was and who would have the final say. Because of that change, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac came in and they gave a bunch of guidelines and said, hey, these are the guidelines that you have to write to. There's no room for 
personal interpretation there. Mm. Where before, since the person who was actually funding, they had more control and more say. They could Ooh. say, oh, I'll bend the rules here. Sense. We're okay with it. Now we can't bend the rules <laughs> yeah. because there's no one giving. We could end up with a loan that's unsellable. Yeah. If that makes Those sense. Those lines mm -hmm. in the sand are now walls. Those yeah, are exactly. Hard, hard situations. All right. So here's the question that I'm sure people are thinking about right now. How does your credit affect your ability to get a mortgage? Because you're talking about guidelines. You're talking about rules that we can't bend. We can't fake stuff, right? I mean, we, we learned the hard way uh, with that fall. And so now you get excited. Your family's growing. You <laughs> want the American dream. You've got money, right? Let's say you can, you can even justify the $5,000. Chris says, listen, I'm dancing on the side, okay? That's where the money came from. Don't ask me any more questions, yeah? There was supposed to be a laugh there. Chris didn't <laughs> laugh. But he justifies the money. But it's not just the money, right? There's rules now. How important is the credit and being honest about it? How does that affect your ability to get approved? Yeah, so credit is something that's really funny because sometimes I talk with people and they're like, yeah, my credit... I don't know. It's, you know, it's okay. I'm not sure if it's good enough. And it's like an 800. Yeah. Okay. If you have an 800 credit score, You're that is okay. excellent. Yeah. Courtney, if they have an 800 credit score, how do they get a hold of you, by the way? Exactly. Is there an email address? Um, so, but then sometimes I get people on the phone and I say, well, do you have any concerns about your credit? And they're like, oh my gosh, no, my credit is perfect. It's wonderful. And it's like 450. So, yeah. um, I would recommend, there are sites, there's Credit Karma and all of those. Um, Credit Karma is about as accurate as WebMD. <laughs> okay. um, so, and, and what that means is, yeah, with WebMD, you could put in that, you know, oh, my nose is running and I could have a sinus infection or I could have a brain tumor. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> same with your credit. So sure. don't trust your score that you see on Credit Karma. Um, definitely have somebody. It's good for information to look for fraud and make sure all of your accounts are on there and all of that. But your actual score will not be, I can guarantee, when a loan officer pulls it, it will not be the same. Um, we have, in my personal opinion, we're pretty... Um, liberal when it comes to credit scores and the ability to buy a home. Um, we want to give people money. Sure. Um, so, you know, they're just, there are different guidelines. If you have below a 580 credit score, you have to put more money down. Yeah. Right? So the bigger the risk that the, that the mortgage company needs to take, the more skin you have to have in the game. That makes sense. Uh, I get it. Hey, listen, we're not going anywhere. We're going to just say thank you to a few of our sponsors. Here's where we take a break. Uh, you're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Is your internet and network slowing your business down? Call the team at Postmodern Communications. They offer affordable network support and phone solutions for your business. Postmodern Communications is your solutions partner. Call them at 704-237-3931. Add value to your next corporate event. Hire talk show host, certified business coach, teacher, and speaker Titus Bartolotta, whose speaking style is motivational, informative, and engaging. Hi, this is Titus Bartolotta. I'm the founder and president of the Lotta Foundation, Business Leaders Unleashed, and Collaborative Solutions Group. I'd love to add value to your next event and leave those that attend better for it. To learn more about how you can book Titus Bartolotta for your next speaking event, visit team-csg.com or call direct at 704-765-1524. All right, and we're back. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, listen, if you're interested in being a sponsor of this show, uh, we'd love to know that. We'd love to get you involved, have you a part of the Solutions from the Huddle 
family. You can go to team-csg.com, uh, or you can really reach out to Chris Allison, who takes care of that for us. He's amazing. Uh, we'd love to have you. But thank you to all of our sponsors. And Postmodern Solutions is actually, the, they've changed their name, Chris, but that's who's um, who's making sure our mic sounds so good. I thought you just messed up. No, <laughs> no. Have you ever known me to mess up? Come on now. Uh, no, we appreciate every single yes. sponsor we have. We're back, though, with the wonderful Courtney McCarthy, who is a loan specialist and she's telling us all about the mortgage industry chris uh i know that you and i off air we're talking a little about about this next question mm-hmm. everyone's talking about how much money do i have to put down right that's right you know is it still true chris that we got to put down a, a million dollars yeah? right, right and i know that there are there there are different um different versions of loans right some that require more down than others but on, in, typically i mean what, what should i plan on putting down on a mortgage so that's a great question. We get, um, you can do 20% down, mm-hmm. you can do 3% down in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. 3.5% down, 5% down. Um, it really depends on the loan product that mm-hmm. that we have, but you certainly don't need, the old school thinking is that you need 20% down, and that is definitely Not false. the case. Not Defin- the case. There, we, have, we have zero money down programs, that down mm-hmm. payment assistance that you can use in the city of Charlotte. Wow. Yeah. And the other thing too, how do you, as you are pre-qualifying, um, how do you figure in? So let's say, look, I'm in a house right now. I, I bought it for 200,000. I feel like I'm going to sell it for 275. So I'm going to have a net of let's say 40, 45,000 there. Do you guys figure that in also, even if I haven't sold the home as all right, so that's going to be a part of this equation too, as you pre-qualify people. Yeah. So, th- um, what's really cool about that is we, communicate very closely with the real estate agents to Mm -hmm. make sure that we have the proper information. Um, In that case, if you need that money to be qualified, then it would be a contingent offer. So what that means is that you must sell your home and get that cash to be able to afford the house. In some cases, you don't need, it doesn't need to be contingent. Another falsity is that people think that um, you can't close on the same day. So we Mm -hmm. can actually, I've sat with buyers before where they sit and they have the closing. I just did this two weeks ago. They sat, they had the closing, they sold their house. Mm-hmm. We drove across town. <laughs> we <laughs> went to sat in another attorney's <laughs> office an hour later and they bought their house. Right. Wow. So, um, you know, we all coordinate and make sure that as a team, we get the job done. Courtney McCarthy right here. Solutions from the huddle, ESPN Charlotte. Uh, is she a loan officer or a magician? We're, <laughs> we're finding out. Listen, here's, here's what I want to know. Um, I watch the news. I listen to the market. I talk to industry professionals all the time. Um, and I'm hearing that interest rates are on the rise. Uh, you know, what does that mean for buyers? It's scary, right? When do I do it? Do I buy? Am I buying low? Am I buying high? But, it, but with regards to these rates, we're all hearing it. We all feel like we've had this really awesome bubble. And I, I don't want to scare people by saying the word bubble, right? But it's, it's apparent they're moving north, these rates. Is that true? And, and really, what does buyers... What do they need to start thinking about and doing? Yeah, so interest rates are going up. Um, a couple of times a week, I get a call from somebody who says, where are those 3%? Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> and chances are, they're probably not coming back. And if they do, it won't necessarily be a good thing. Um, sure. Because the reason why they went down so low is because so many people fell out of being able to buy a home when the market yeah. crashed. And so historically... Um, our upper fours to low five interest rates are actually still very, very low. Um, 
But they are going up. If you, It's all over the news. Interest rates are going up. I see it every week, every month. Now, they don't go up. <laughs> People say, well, what does it mean it's going to go up? Well, they're not going up necessarily a percentage a day. <laughs> you sure. know, they go up an eighth. <laughs> they go yeah. up a quarter of a percent. Um, it's slow, but it is rising. And so what that means is a buyer, uh, a lot of times I'll talk with somebody and they say, well, I need to get prepared to be prepared. Right. I need to save up more money. I want to put 20 percent down or I want to put, you know, fifteen thousand dollars down or twenty thousand dollars down. And they're kind of killing themselves to save that extra money. And so I wanted to just use a quick example of what that looks like. So right now, say and now people always ask me about interest rates. What's today's rate? Well, guess what? I can't tell you what today's rate is because it's different for everybody. It's probably different for Titus. It's probably different for Chris. And it's probably different for me. It depends on what program you're in, what your credit score, your overall picture looks like. Okay. So for this example, I'm going to use 4.65% on a $250,000 home. So right now, if you were to buy at 4.65% on a $250,000 mortgage, Mm -hmm. your payment on a 30-year fixed would be $1,289, okay? The cost of waiting, right? That's the point of this example, the cost of waiting. So next year, say that that same person now qualifies for a 5.2% interest rate. So that just because the market's gone up. That house, because statistics show that housing prices in this area are going a minimum of 5%. So you increase that by 5%, you're looking at a $262,000 price, Ooh, right? Sure. And now your monthly payment is $1,442 a month. And that's that's not once. That's like for the next 30 years, yeah. right? So yeah, that's a so huge that's, financial shift. It's fine. That's $153 monthly that you're paying extra. Because you waited a year. Because you waited a year on the same exact house. Yeah. Okay, so maybe over- we, maybe we need to not make these kind of decisions ourselves, and we need to get a professional to help us make them, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, is that what I'm hearing? Because I mean, I don't go to the doctor's <laughs> office and start telling the doctor what medicine he should prescribe to me, yeah. And so, it, what does it cost for us to get you involved and and like help you, or I'm sorry, have you help us make these kind of decisions? Zero. Yeah. So, um, for that, you know. Our, our cost is when you get a mortgage, just like with a real estate agent. Yeah. When you close on a house, that's mm-hmm. when any costs come paid. into play. Right. So we help you from the start. Um, there's no harm in getting pre-approved. And then because I can also offer advice on, hey, these are this is what's keeping you from getting you what you want. Sure. So you can work on these things, whether it's save more money, work on some things on your credit score. Um, so it's it's really a full consultation, but definitely in an, in a market environment where the interest rate is going up, now is the time to buy. Yeah, and I can tell you, you know, I have the pleasure of knowing Courtney outside of this interview, uh, and that's not a salesy thing. Mm-mm. You know, you kind of hear everybody say now, 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 now. <laughs> but the truth is, uh, you know, the folks that are going to reach out and get to know Courtney, they're going to find out that she really does care about their best interest. You know, so so there's an endorsement from from me about Courtney because it's true. Courtney, real quick, I've got a few more questions, but seriously, people are going to want to reach out to you, uh, and how do they do that? What's what's an email address? Where's a website? How do they how do they take this conversation and actually turn it into something tangible with Courtney? Yeah, so I work at Primary Residential Mortgage, and my email address is c mccarthy c m c c a r t h y at primeres.com. 
And um, I actually, I I have my cell phone number. I'll make sure that I um, that I post it with the recording. Awesome. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the type of service that I want. People call me. That's, yeah. <laughs> we work the hours that, you know, we know that sometimes you're stuck in a nine to five and you can't necessarily answer yeah. a call in the middle of the day. So we make sure that we take care of you. I've watched Courtney in the middle of talking <laughs> with her. I, I'm making a point. And she picks her phone up. Could care less about me. No, I'm kidding. But I do know she cares about her clients. That's a true thing. We've got only time for one last question. Uh, I, I want to know what are some tips for first time home buyers? Um, it's the last time, last question that we've got. But I know there's a lot of folks that are, they're thinking about. I'm going to jump in this pool. What do those fo folks need to be thinking about? You got any tips for them? Yeah. So um, first of all, get pre-qualified or pre-approved. Jeez, listen, see? Mm. I, did it, I did it too. I was see, <laughs> see? Um, get pre-approved. Um, see what situation your credit's in. Um, some quick tips on credit. Keep your balances below 30% of what you can actually borrow. Uh, you want to make sure that when you do talk with a loan professional, that you're making, they, they give you a full consultation to make sure that that is your best bet. You know, I'm on your side, and if there's a way to save you money by paying upfront mortgage insurance or something like that, we get that done. I love it. Guys, Courtney McCarthy, right here on Solutions from the Huddle, ESPN Charlotte. Connect with her, do the right thing, take the tips, and thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you wanna stay involved and engaged in the show, we just ask that you come back every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. If you want to listen to the show on demand, be sure to check out team-csg.com, where we podcast the show so that you can listen to it on demand. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back. The preceding commercial program was sponsored and paid for by the hosts of this program, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is solely responsible for its content.